blessed is the name of the Lord in this place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We want to welcome each and every last one of you to the Kingdom International Intercession and Word of Empowerment broadcast, where we are in our 42-day international spiritual growth campaign. And our theme is Manifest. 2020 vision as we are standing on the word of truth in the book of jeremiah chapter 1 verse 12 amen hallelujah thank you jesus glory to god and the word of the lord reads the lord said to me you have seen correctly for i am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. We bless God in this place. That he desired for us to manifest 2020 vision. So that. Amen. Glory to God. We may see ourselves where he has called us. Where he has chosen us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. For as we see it and believe it, my God, it shall begin to manifest in our lives in the majestic name of Jesus as it ignites our faith to begin to move and operate and do the things in which he has called forth in us in the name of Jesus as you believe it, the fruit of God's word. My God, shall be born in your life and we just bless the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory be unto God in this place. Let me introduce our dynamic speaker for tonight. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, we thank God in this place um, for this dynamic man of God. He was born to the late Lisa Harvest and Donald Hall in Atlanta, Georgia. His mother would tell him about a prophecy she received while she was pregnant with him. That prophecy spoke about God calling him to preach his word. He preached his first message while in elementary school. On December the 19th, 2008, he gave his life to the Lord and has been running for Jesus since then. He served as an usher, children's choir director, devotional leader, Bible study teacher, minister, armor bearer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. However, no matter what his position is in the church, he always wants to be known as a brother. The eldest of three and the uncle of two wonderful nephews. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. He has a great love for both his natural and kingdom family. At this time, I want to introduce to some, amen, and reintroduce to others an amazing, dynamic, phenomenal man of God, none other than Prophet Dante Harvey with the Lion of Judah International Deliverance Ministries. Amen. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
dynamic man of God, you have the platform. Amen. God bless you, Apostle. Bless you. And God bless each and every one who's listening on tonight. Um, before we start, I just want to say a prayer. Uh, just a quick prayer. Father God, we bless you for the convening of the congregants and the faith for tonight, Father. Now, Father, I decrease and I move out of the way, Father, so that she may increase. Father God, speak through me, to me, for me. Father God, that your people may be edified, that the devil may be terrified, but you will be glorified. And it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, once again, I, I give honor to the Lord, who is the head of my life, and I also give honor to the great woman of God, Apostle Zorn, um, for this opportunity. Um, and I give honor to each and every one of you out there who is listening to this broadcast or tonight. Um, as I was studying, and as I was searching the scripture and, and going over the scripture going over in my notes, the Lord began to deal with me earlier this week about what to tell his people with such a title as this. And, and the two chapters I was studying in the book of Esther were chapter 3 and chapter 4. And I wanted to talk about um, chapter 4 where Esther's uncle, Mordecai, asked her a question and said, but who knows, have you been called to the kingdom for such a time as this? And as I began to study that, the Lord said, no, that is not what I want my people to have an understanding of. And for those of you who are listening with your Bibles, uh, whether it be physical or digital, um, turn with me to Esther chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. And, um, and as I said, I want to talk about that. But the Lord said, no, this is what I want you to tell my people on tonight. And the Lord spoke to me and said, I want you to tell my people I refuse to bow. Character versus culture. And when the Lord spoke that into my spirit, something began to manifest at the beginning of this week. There were many trials and tribulations that began to attack me in school, at work, everywhere. And I found myself in a tug of war match and saying, God, what is going on? And God said, this is the illustration of what it is that I want you to tell my people. And so we started in verse 1 of chapter 3 of the book of Esther. It said, after these things, the king our source promote Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the Agite, and advanced to the seventy-six feet above all the princes that were with him. And all the king's servants that were in the king's gate bowed and reverenced Haman, for the king had so commanded concerning him, but Mordecai bowed not, nor did him reverence. I want to stop right there before I continue and give you a little backstory of Haman and Mordecai. Mordecai was a Jew who believed in the true and living God, and everything he did, his life revolved around Jehovah God. From the time he woke up to the time he laid down, he knew that God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. Whereas Haman, on the other hand, Haman was a pagan who was self-centered, who was evil, corrupt, who was led by the demons of the flesh, who was all out to satisfy himself. And so we see in the first two verses of this chapter, of this chapter, that the king had elevated Haman 
and here it is that um here it is that as the king had made this declaration that whoever saw Hannah should bow and reverence him, Mordecai stood on his principles that he was not gonna bow to nothing or no one because he knew the word of God and the word of God said, Thou shalt not have no other image, or thou shalt not have no other God before thee, neither in the heavens, underneath the heavens, or underneath the earth. Mordecai understood the principle and the word of God so much that it was not something that he quoted, but it was something that he demonstrated. And that's where our title comes in, that I refuse to bow character versus culture. And if you allow me to stay right here for a few seconds, I can talk about this for just a few seconds. Is that in today's world, no matter what part of the world you live in, whether you're living in Ethiopia or the United States of America or Great Britain or the Caribbean, you find that there are themes in the culture, in the world, that are challenging directly the position of the church. And so what happens is we see a lot of people who call themselves sons and daughters of the Most High God, who say, for God I live and for God I die. Those who declare the name of Jesus, we see them compromising Bible principles and biblical truths just to satisfy the culture of this world. And it's sad today, especially in my hometown of Atlanta, Georgia, where there is a church that has a homosexual pastor and the members are homosexual. And what justified the reasoning of this is that they say God is love and that you can't judge them. But the Bible declares, be ye holy, for I am holy. The Bible declares, for this shall body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, for this is your reasonable service. And be not conformed, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And we understand that when we read the Bible, that Jesus wasn't a whoremonger, that Jesus was not a homosexual, that Jesus was not a liar, that Jesus was not a Democrat, that Jesus was not a Republican, but still we see the church compromising biblical truth to satisfy the world. And so that time was during Haman and Mordecai's time, that, that when Mordecai refused to bow and submit himself unto the authority of Haman and reverence or worship Haman, he was making a stand for biblical truth. And so we have here today that there are people, people who go in and out seven days a week who talk the Bible and, and sing songs of Zion, but yet they don't stand on biblical truth because they allow any and everything to come in. We have what I like to call these polyhedric saints, these biracial saints that try to be wicked and Christian, that try to be Muslim and Christian, but the Bible declares what fellowship does light have with darkness? What fellowship does Jesus have with Bilal? What fellowship does the sanctified have with the unsanctified? What fellowship does clean have with uncleanliness? If I can't draw you to the kingdom, then there's no need for me to associate with you because if I can't draw you, then you're going to draw me. And so what's happening is we have people in this world that call themselves Christians that are bowing to the authority of Haman, that have submitted themselves unto the authority of the world, and they have lost out and sold themselves out, sold out their birthright, and said, look, now I love Jesus, but I also love 
a little radical. I know that sounds a little extreme, but we see this on a daily. Here in the United States, churches, churches are under attack when there are men and women that will come in and slaughter us, an entire church because they stand on the principle of Jesus is Lord when there are senators and congressmen and women that are legislating and passing laws that are trying to prohibit preachers from preaching the gospel because certain groups get offended. That's an attack on the church. And what's happening is that many prominent preachers are bowing to Haman. But what God is saying to you in this season, I promise you I'm not going to be before y'all long because I'm not a long-winded preacher. But what God is saying to you in this season is do not bow. Maintain your character of Christ. Because what's happening is that we're seeing a time such as this where the wheat and the tares are being separated. And what God is doing during this whole time that the church is under attack is that he's strengthening our character. And though you may be discouraged at the news of this, because Mordecai was discouraged when he heard the news of that Haman had legislated a bill to kill out all the Jews, though you may be discouraged at this, God is fortifying your integrity and your character that no matter what comes your way, for the Bible declares, the Bible declares no weapon formed against you. No matter what comes your way, you'll be able to stand and know that God can and God will deliver. And even if he don't deliver, you will understand that he is still God. Because you will understand that even if I die in this life, I will live in the next. And so throughout all the time and all the texts and all, all the laws being legislated, Mordecai still kept his character and his integrity as a man of God. Even though I can imagine Haman said that'll get him to bow, even though we can imagine that, that there are government out there who are conspiring, that are conspiring to shut down churches, God is asking, are you going to maintain your character as a son and daughter of the true and living God, or are you going to fold like a dollar bill? Are you going to be who you declare? Are you going to demonstrate that you have a Christ mindset? Or are you going to back out like a terror and go wherever the wind blows you? Like I said earlier, we see that Haman represents cultural and societal norms that go against Bible precepts. These cultural societal norms have crept their way into the church. But here it is, we have a remnant of Mordecai out there who still hold on to the precepts of the Bible that's not afraid to declare and cry loud and spare not that holiness is still a reality, that holiness is right, that ye must be born again, that you got to crucify the flesh. If I can encourage you on tonight, my encouragement will be to stand for righteousness, stand for holiness, stand for Christ's Jesus. Take up your cross and bear it, and don't submit to any other authority unless that authority be unto God. In spite of what they say, what law they legislate, maintain your integrity through it all. I know you may get tired sometimes, but the Bible, the Bible 
So if I can't say anything else to encourage you all tonight, I want to say refuse to bow. Your character as a child of God will prevail over the culture of the world. And I thank you all, and I bless you all, and I now turn the platform back over to Apostle Zorn. Amen, amen, hallelujah. We bless the Lord on tonight, people of God. Amen, brought a powerful message. Amen, coming from Prophet Dante. Hallelujah, Harvey, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Man of God, we just thank God for you on tonight. Thank God for the powerful message. Amen, that you have just released in the hearing of God's people. Amen, people of God, it's time, amen, to refuse to bow. Amen. And I just thank God for you on tonight, man of God, for just coming forth and being obedient. Amen. And releasing, hallelujah, to God's people. Amen. Instruction in this season. Amen. Hallelujah. That it's time for us as Christian men and women of God. Amen. To stand flat-footed here in the earth. Amen. Hallelujah. And begin to walk out our mandate that we have and our position that we have in our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. So we just thank God for you on tonight, man of God and people of God. We just bless the Lord for those of you who are listening from around the airways, amen, those who are through the Facebook Live, the podcast, the speaker, uh, any one of the media outlets, amen. If you would like to just call in, amen, the number is 319-527-2332, amen. The man of God is here, the prophet of the Lord, amen, is on standby on tonight. If you just want prayer, amen, or you just want the man of God to speak in your life, amen, he is available on tonight, hallelujah, for you to just call in, amen, and be with us. Again, the number is 319-527-2332, amen. We were coming from the book of Esther, amen, chapter 3. And chapter 4, amen, hallelujah, people of God, we know, amen, hallelujah, that there are a lot of Hamans out there, amen, but it's time for the spirit of Mordecai, amen, to get a hold of some of us, amen, because many of us are bowing down to people, 